0: Oh, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. I will bless the name of the Lord. I thank you, you and you, for tuning in on today to Mental and Love Notes 101. For this is the day that the Lord has made, and I've decided to rejoice and be glad in it. I hope and pray that it's your prayer as well. Because in the midst of what we go through, in the midst of the things that we endure in our lives it is still a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, for the Lord declared to give him thanks in all things. All things, whether good, whether bad, we're supposed to give thanks, because that is the will of the Lord. First Thessalonians tells that. So, in the midst of whatever you're going through, just give God thanks. Thank you again for joining Mental and Love Notes One-on-One, tuning in to today's podcast. Tuning in to today's YouTube channel, wherever and however you may be tuning in. Hey, don't forget to sow the seed of sharing. Share with someone else who may need to know and hear a word from the Lord. Because God is good and His mercy endureth forever. Thank God that we are not consumed even on today. Because today is just a new, as He began to tell us new mercies each and every day that He give us. So wherever you are tuning in from, from around the globe, whether you're morning, noon, afternoon, late at night, thank you for tuning in to Mental and Love Notes 101. As I begin to just ponder on the word of the Lord on today, I was just going over thinking about how words can kill words either give life or they can kill you and how we are creating our atmosphere how we are creating and what we are creating with our tongue it makes a difference it makes a difference so if you're finding yourself in a lot of chaos and chaotic things and hectic things ask yourself a question what am i creating what are my words creating that i keep finding myself into this situation and even as my husband was presiding on probably two weeks ago, and he asked a question for us all to ponder, he simply said, what are you contributing to this cycle? What are you contributing to the cycle? You either going to break the cycle or you going to contribute to something to the cycle that should not be. If you're always fussing about your child who coming in the house drinking or coming in the house high, but you're steadily giving them money, what are you contributing to? Are you contributing to their cycle of, of addiction? Are you contributing to their cycle of entitlement that make them think that they're entitled to this lifestyle? What are we contributing to? If you have forever given a person some money and you never see anything being productive from the money that you are steadily sowing into their life. Are you sowing into good ground? Or are you sowing into a cursed ground? That is something we need to consider. What are you contributing to the cycle? Proverbs 18. If you have your word, please turn there with me. I'm reading from the message Bible and it simply says, "Loners who care only for themselves spit on the common good. Fools care nothing for the thoughtful discourse. All they do is run off at the mouth. When wickedness arrives, shame is not far behind. Contempt for life is contemptible. Many words rush along like rivers in flood, but deep wisdom flows up from astringing springs. It's not right to go easy on the guilty or come down hard on the innocent. The words of a fool start fights. Do him a favor and gag him. Sometimes you got to shut the mouth of a, a foolish person. Why continue to argue with someone who is already prone to starting issues, petty things? Fools are undone by their big mouth, they're so uh, crushed by their words. Listening to gospel is like eating cheap candy. Do you really want that junk? In your belly? Slack habits and sloppy work are bad just as bad as vandalism. If you're not going to do it with your full heart, as even as the New Testament tell us, do all things unto the glory of God, if you're not going to give you hundred percent and going to do stuff slack and sloppy, you might as well just invent and vanish and, and vandalize everything. God's name is a place of protection. Good people can run there and be safe. The rich think their wealth protects them. They imagine themselves safe behind it. But we know, even as Jesus told in Matthew 19, as Jesus told the rich young ruler, he said, Your riches, he said, if you want to have a perfect life, if you want to be perfect in this thing, he said, You got to learn to give it all up. The young ruler asked the question. He asked Jesus, said what what there I lack? What yet do I lack? That's King James Version. What do I lack, Jesus? What am I lacking that I can't inherit the kingdom of God? God said, Jesus said, you got to give all that up. He said, because even as he began to tell his disciple, he said, you got to deny yourself. Pick up your cross and follow me. That was a commandment. Jesus told him, if you want to follow me, that's what you got to do. You can't love riches and try to love the kingdom as well. And see, this young boy, and see, a lot of people get that misconstrued because the first thing they say, well, God want us to broke, God want us but no, God didn't say that. But this young ruler was not even in the fold. He was not even in the kingdom of heaven. He was not even, now we understand that God even told us that we need money for, money answers all things. But he said the love of money is the root of all evil. Because people who love money, rather than loving God, he said it's the root of all evil. Yes, God wants you to be prosperous, but make sure you're in the fold first. Make sure you're in the the, the lineage first. Make sure you receive the inheritance first. Pride first. Verse 12, 18 and 12. Pride first in the crash, but humility is a precursor to honor. Answering before listening is both stupid and rude. A healthy spirit conquers adversity. But when what they can do when the spirit is crushed. You can't do anything when your spirit is crushed. You can't do anything when your spirit is broken. That's why the Bible said, even David began to say, Create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit. Not the wrong spirit, but the right spirit within me. Because God going to have to create that clean heart. A healthy heart. Wise men and wise women are always learning, always listening for fresh insights. Why? Because that is the will of Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is not there just to lead us, or speak speak to us, and, and not of Himself, but all the things that He hears of the Father. But He's also there to guide us in the right way. He's also to give us the revelatory insights of the kingdom of God. We cannot read the natural things of God with a natural mindset. We have to have a supernatural mindset, an understanding of the Holy Spirit to translate this thing of kingdom to us. A gift gets attention, it buys the attention of eminent people. A lot of people got gifts, but they're not qualified. Or certified to even hold those gifts. Some people have gifts and they have not yet been developed. We all come to hear the word of God. We all come to listen to the word of God. We all come to sit under the word of God. But at the same time, we have to go out and be developed from that word. Yes, your gift may get you attention. Your gift may get you into some places that you can preach the platform to certain people. And it may bide the attention of eminent people, but what is it doing in the kingdom of God? Is God pleased with what you're saying? Is God pleased with what you're doing? The first speech in a court case is always convincing until the cross-examination starts. Yeah, one time you can say this in the courtroom and it sounds good, but when that cross-examination comes, people find out that you really are a liar. People find out that you really want to commit the crime. You may have to draw straws with face with a tough decision. But in the midst of the, in them tough decisions, that's when we need to pray, seek Holy Spirit, and understanding that His will is the way. His will, not my will. My will get me in a whole lot of mess. Our will get us in a whole lot of mess. But it's going to take God to get us out of it. Do a favor and win a friend forever. Nothing can untie that bond. When you have a true friend, my mama. A wise woman once said, which was my mother. She said, "You can't miss a friend that you never had." Ooh, and that thing hit me. She said, "You cannot miss a friend that you never had." We come around here calling ourselves, calling people our friend, but you—that's that. When you call someone a friend, that takes a real responsibility to hold. I don't need you just be my friend. Whatever thing you say is yes, yes, yes. I don't need you be be my friend when everything I say you yes, yes, yes. Yeah, there gonna be some conflicts. There gonna be some some complex situations, or there gonna be some complex discussions at the same time. I should be able to hear what you're saying. Agree to disagree. Nothing can untie a bond when you really have a friend that you can agree to disagree with. You tell your side, I tell my side. You have an opinion, I have an opinion. But at the end of the day, we're still going to love one another regardless of our opinion. We're going to still hear one another out. But when you have an immature person who don't want to hear what Holy Spirit is first telling them, and then you come behind and try to tell the same thing, it's sometimes you find yourself and odds with a person because you really was not friends in the first. Hello, somebody. Words satisfy the mind as much as fruit does the summon. Good talk is as gratifying as the good harvest. This is the one that I wanted to give to the verse 21. We know in the King James Version it said, Death and life is in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. 18 to 21 in the message Bible decrees are like this. Words kill. And words give life. They're either poison or fruit. But you choose. See, sometimes we want other people to choose our words. Sometimes we want other people to become our words. Sometimes we... Oh, you... Moses even told me, well, God, you know, I can't, I'm not eloquent in speech, so he called Aaron. But in the midst of it all, God said, you choose what you want. You choose either poison or fruit. You choose either good or death. You choose the words. So that's why I begin to say, you got to be careful how you create the atmospheres that you want. My husband, even, you know, sometimes he gets on me and he chastises me, but he chastises me because I, he loves me, and I chastise him because I love him. And there are times that he can talk about a situation that I'm tired of hearing about. it, And there are times that I can talk about a situation He's tired of hearing about it. And in the midst of it all, we begin to understand that god if we're tired of hearing each other complain or grumble about a certain situation, don't you think God is the same way? But in the midst of it all, in the midst of it all, he began to tell me, he said, stop talking about this situation. He said, You're only giving life to that situation. You are only nursing that situation. But stop talking about that situation. Let that situation die down. There are gonna be times that you're gonna tell your testimony. There are gonna be times that you're gonna be able to help somebody else on this journey. There are gonna be times that you even come in a conversation with somebody who are going through the same thing, who may be going through the same thing that you're going through, and you will may have to testify that, you know, not to come and, and, and sit there on the sideline and mope about it, but there are times that we may talk about it to be able to be healed from it. Don't become distant from your situation, but be there in the moment of your situation. Because sometimes people become distant from situations because they don't want to talk about it. I don't want to deal with it. But when I come to the now, or when I come into the presence of the situation, I let the situation know you're not going to have me bound, but I'm going to talk about it because I've been healed from it. Most people that does not heal from stuff, they walk away. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to deal with it. So when it come up again, they get all out of shape, Been out of shape. I'm not gonna get been out of shape, but I'm gonna talk about it because of the simple fact that I know I'm overcoming. I am victorious. We are victorious. We triumph over all things because of Jesus Christ. But in the midst of it all, don't harbor stuff in your heart that when the thing when when it when it becomes unbearable to speak about now you explode because now that thing done press the pressure the pressure it done been there for so long but now I'm exploding because I really don't want to deal with it but since now you done brought it up boom and there goes the bomb but I talk about it in spells and spurts because I want to let people know that I'm healed from this thing even though it happened I don't like that it happened but it did happen It's okay, because now I know how to deal with it. But if we don't really conquer this thing, the Bible says you cannot conquer what you won't confess. If we don't confess this thing, we can't conquer it. But in the midst of me conquering this thing, because I didn't let this... And yeah, you see yourself sometimes seeing the cycle of it. And we'll see the cycle and the patterns because we didn't pass the test. And the only way we can pass the test is knowing that I got to come through this thing a different way. I got to come, yeah, you talking about it and you confessing it. Yeah, I had a problem. But did we confess it about somebody else being a problem? Or did we confess that, God, I I have a problem? I don't like the way this has been handled. God, help me to be able to deal with it. Help me to be able to see it as you see it. Help me to be able to overcome it. Are you passing the test? Are you pre- passing the creativity test? What are you creating in your atmosphere? What are you creating in your atmosphere? Even in the midst of wh- whoever, whatever kind of relationship that you're in, whether it's spousal relationship, marital relationship, or whether it's friendship relationship, it doesn't matter. Even the Bible says a oh, friend come and a friend go. But a true friend, a true friend sticks by you like a family, like a family member, a true friend. So, yeah, you may have friends and you may have associates and you may have acquaintance, but a true friend is going to stick by you like family. Y'all going to argue you're going to have disputes. You're going to have issues. You're going to have this, that, and other. You may not talk to each other for three, four, five days or even months. But guess what? At the end of the day, when you come back together, it's like you've never been departed. It's almost like you see each other. You've been talking to each other since you did have an issue. But we got to resolve these things, resolve these problems that we are having. And how we create the atmosphere in solving that problem. Are you coming with your own me, myself, and I mentality? Or are you coming with, let's talk about this. And I understand where I came off wrong. What are we creating? Even in our church family. What are we creating? Even in our immediate family. What are we creating even in our extended family? What are we creating even in our work family? What are we creating even in our community family? What are we creating? We are ministers of reconciliation. Which simply means we are ministers of peace. Are we causing so much havoc in our community? That people don't even want to deal with us? Are we causing so much havoc in our workplace that people don't even want to deal with us? Because God said, be peacemakers. Are we those peacemakers? Blessed are the peacemakers for they shall inherit the kingdom of heaven. Are we those peacemakers that God is calling for? The true peacemakers. In the midst of whatever we go through in life, and I am learning this myself, I'm not here to badger anybody on the head. Let me go ahead and make that disclaimer now. It's not because I feel like I'm perfect. I cross every T. I cross every X. I dot every I. I dot every J. No, that's not true. But at the same time, I am speaking to myself. I am first partaker. Because there are situations, whether on job or whether in family, that really got under my skin. And I began to dwell on that thing. I begin to nurse that thing. I begin to pour that. I, I couldn't. I can't. In this season that we're in, in this season that God has placed us in, sometimes we can overdo a season and we'll find ourselves in a distraction more than we are in a manifestation. But I'm ready for a manifestation season. I don't have my season of distraction. I don't have my season of distortion. I don't have my season of backlash. I don't have my season of adversity. I don't have those seasons. And some of it is because I created upon myself by talking about it and nursing the hurt. But let's be creative in speaking life rather than death. Let's be creative in becoming what the word said become. Becoming who the word tell us we could become. New creatures in Christ. New creatures. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You're a new creature in Christ. We can't keep dwelling on the old. We can't keep talking about the old. Because if not, that's what we're going to have. The results of the old. For God is good and his mercy endureth forever. God is good and his mercy endureth forever. People ruin their own lives by their own stupidity. And it's sad that God has sometimes get blamed for the stupidity. But today, own up to what you're doing. Own up to what you're saying. Own up to what you're creating. And as you grow up, because a lot of times people are growing old, but they're not growing up. Grow up and, and have a wise heart, a wise mouth, a wise mindset. And as we keep a clear head, And to hearing Holy Spirit first, before we go blabbing off at the mouth, we'll find ourselves in a good place. Stand on the word of God. And after all you have done, continue to stand. I thank you for joining and tuning in to Mental and Love Notes 101. Because all things start in the mind. If you clear your mind and ask God to create in you a clean heart, And renew the right spirit in you. And let this mind be in you. That is also in Christ Jesus. We will find ourselves coming out of some of the things that we put ourselves in. That we put ourselves in. Again, thank you for tuning into Mental and Love Notes 101. This is your girl, Pastor C.L. Suss. I pray God's blessing be upon you as you go throughout this day. Yeah, I may not be on every Friday, but whenever God tells me to go forth and speak, I'm doing what thus says the Lord. Thank you for tuning in to hear the message of the Lord. Peace and blessing be upon you. Continue to sow the seed of sharing and let someone know God loves them too much to leave them the way they are. All right, peace and love.